she bought that? The 70s one? No, oh. I did. Oh, <laughs> bitch. You're listening to The Fitting Room with Brooke and Bachuga. And we're back. Hey. <laughs> Hi, Johnny. How are you? I'm okay, honey. How are you? I'm doing um, slightly better now that I'm here. We're here just post Thanksgiving. It's a Sunday evening. Not a fan of Thanksgiving, are you? Me? Yeah. Uh, no, I mean, aside from its genocidal roots. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I yeah. I don't partake in, in the holiday, really. And then uh, I just don't. My family is, like, super small as is. Mm-hmm. And, uh, I mean, granted, yes, we are, most of the family is here in the United States. Yeah. But we don't, there's nothing, there's nothing about Thanksgiving. Like, I, even in Spanish, it would be, like, Dia... Dia de Acción de Gracias, I think. It's oh, like yeah, yeah. the day of giving thanks. And mm-hmm. it's kind of like, well, you know, um, not to preach or anything, but like I think gratitude should be expressed uh, daily. Daily. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Sure. Uh, But yeah, no, Thanksgiving is a very, it's, it's interesting. It's like, it's still kind of a foreign concept. I do, however, love pecan pie. So, <laughs> <laughs> so I... <laughs> Same. <laughs> so I will revel in a good pecan pie. Yes. Um, you not... also famously, <laughs> I'm saying this because it's just that I know it, um, <laughs> that you love pumpkin pie as well. Yes. Yes. I love a good um, pumpkin and uh, sweet yam or like, I, mm. I just, I love those. I like mm-hmm. the, I don't know what they're called. Um, sweet potatoes? Tubers? Oh, tubers, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I love a good tuber. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Anyway, I heard... Yeah, I'm not a fan of Thanksgiving either. Nah, we... Yeah. I, it's never... I don't know. It's just like never really been my thing, mm. you know? What did you do for Thanksgiving? Um, I was down in the desert with my brother mm-hmm. and we went to, um, he has some uh, friends who are much older yeah. than we are. They're probably in their like early 70s. Oh. <laughs> um, yeah. So he and I were just going to go to a steakhouse and yeah. like drink martinis and like have yeah. a chill Thanksgiving. Yeah. And um. <laughs> You know, now we're calling him Uncle Mike. Um, Uncle Mike found out that that's what the plan was, and he yeah. said, absolutely not. Oh. And so we had to go to Uncle Mike's. Is Uncle Mike the octogenarian? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, I love that. <laughs> yeah, so it was like him and like a bunch of his friends. Yeah. And my brother and I were the youngest there by like decades. Decades. <laughs> um, but it was actually like, it was cheeky. It was actually Aww. really fun. Yeah. And like we played a really fun like board game at the end yeah. of the night. And I don't know, it was just very like bizarre. It felt uh. like I was kind of in like an alternate reality. I love that. Yeah, it was great. Um, but happy to be back in LA. Yeah. And um, yeah, obviously happy to be here. We yeah. have so much to talk about. We have a lot to discuss. A lot to discuss. Um, first and foremost... Um, because we recorded last week uh, with Chelsea uh, Thomas from Adore the Couture, that specialty episode, <laughs> um, we actually recorded not on our daily, normal day, Sundays, we recorded with her that Wednesday, but last weekend was the AMAs. Yeah, last and, Sunday. Um, yeah. Right? Yeah. Tell everybody, this is... I've been waiting for this moment for so long. Yeah. I can't believe it's finally here, was here. Yes. 
So I, I recall that when you and I started this podcast, uh, or at least like the, the beginning episodes, we discussed the Issei Miyake Boussier. Yep. And it wasn't anywhere to be found at that time. I remember also the moment where I when I, where I per, when I purchased it from the auctions. Yeah. Uh, you said something about wanting to talk about the auction process, which is really interesting because there's another one important. Yes. Another important one coming up. Yes. Um, and then uh, flying to London to get it <laughs> and then having it for the entirety of this year almost um yeah i there there was a lot of uh there there had been a lot of requests for the piece mm-hmm. uh but there was one that almost almost happened and it was uh it was supposed to be with Miley Cyrus cuz Miley's a client I love uh, Miley yeah i she's a really cool chick uh she funded one of my enti- like entire buying trips ah! to Paris uh, i we think love my that. my first one yeah she bought everything and then um i i i cannot thank her enough and um so anyway, they approached me again for uh, for this piece, mm-hmm. and so I was like, "Yeah, sure. Like, let's let's get the process moving." And they were like, "Well, is there any way that you can ship it, and then we can try it?" And then that's when I was like, "Yeah." Mm-hmm. I was like, "No, guys. Like, this isn't this isn't something that I can just like mail out, you know." Uh huh. And I didn't want to be too forward and say like and. and present myself as like oh I, I need to be there you know yeah for this to happen and so I just kind of like let it slide but then I was definitely waiting for the right moment to happen there is one other collector who I want here uh to come uh, and talk to us Bryn from Aralda Vintage yes of course I love she her she has a metallic blue one that's right she just mm-hmm. got that recently right ish yes yeah and I think from the uh from what I from what I did the research um it came from a private collector who just dropped it off at her place oh my god it's one of those dream things you know <gasps> i spoke to bryn uh three days ago i think yeah because uh, she just posted a really rare tom ford for gucci uh white. the cutout dress eh. uh-huh mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah I asked how about I asked her about it. Yeah. I was like, "How much is this?" Uh, I'm I don't know. I might buy it. Uh, <laughs> After we were just talking last week about Tom Ford, although that is Tom Ford for Gucci. That's so Tom that's, Ford for, yeah. That's a whole other different animal, and mm-hmm. that's really the only animal that we care to, um, you know, wear. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I want to wear Tom. <laughs> um, but anyway. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, my gosh. So she has okay, it for so, sale, dude. Right. I saw. Mm-hmm. And I I'm saw like, that. okay. So I was like. Bryn. I was like, so tell me. I was like, so what about this Issey Miyake Bustier that you have? You know, because yeah. she congr- she's so sweet. She congratulated me. And this is when you know, like, the a true m- m- mark, I want to say, of, of, of someone that's, like, in it for the pieces, you know? Mm-hmm. It's like, I, I make it a point, not that you have to, but I make it a point to congratulate my peers. And I'm just like, totally. good, like, you know, give them their flowers, so to speak. Yes. So she gave me my flowers. Uh, and I asked her, what was she doing with that bustier? And she said, oh, I'm not selling it. I'm yeah. its home for now. And she's like, are you selling yours? And I'm like, yeah. like <laughs> <laughs> Everything has a price. Everything's for sale. <laughs> Boy, I'm a salesman. <laughs> uh, so anyway, yeah. Oh, bitch. So I was supposed to go see 
uh, Wakanda Forever. Yeah. Yeah. So I was, I never go to the movies. And um, last Friday, I was supposed to, I, I was invited. I only go to the movies if I'm invited. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> uh huh. <laughs> and uh, one of my colleagues, he bought me a ticket and he's like, come on, like we're gathering a group of like, you know, friends. And I'm like, amazing. I'm like, that whole Friday, I like just relaxed. I was like, I did my work, you know, I did that whole thing with Netflix and, yeah. and, and Luis Guzman. And I was like, Friday, ready to chill. Five o'clock comes around. I get a fucking phone call from, no, a text message from Ronnie. Yeah. Who I've worked with in the past uh, and Anita. And he was like, hey, do you still have that Issey Miyake Bustier? <gasps> and I was like, yeah, why? And he's like, I really want to try it on Anita. And um, I was like, yeah, uh... You're like, for what? I'm going to Black Panther. Yeah, I was like, <laughs> I was, he was like, for what? And he's like, I just need something major for the AMAs. And I was like, and then I, and I texted him. I was like, can you, I'm like, do you have a time for a phone call right now? And he's like, yeah. So we got on the phone and yeah. I was like, Ronnie, I was like, is the AMAs going to be here in LA? And he's like, yes. Mm-hmm. And he's like, uh, we're staying here. Anita's in town. She had the... Um, and I was like, okay, well, I mean, I have the bustier. I was like, how do you want to do this? And then I think, of course, you know, he, we, we all know the price. It's $110,000. Yeah. Uh, and he asked me, he's like, do, would you feel comfortable if you were at the fitting with us? Um, yes. You know? And I said, yes, that would make me extremely comfortable. Way more comfortable. So I packed the, so, you know, and then the movie was, was set to start at 7.30. The fitting was supposed to be at that time. So I'm like... Uh. There goes yeah. that, you know? Yeah. And for like a slight, slight second, I did want to like, I think there's a giant, there's this big misconception. And my best friend was with me at that time. And I told him, you know, I'm, I was like, of course I was going to do it, you know? But I had already planned out to spend time with uh, my friends at mm-hmm. the movies and all that kind of like just came you know, just like came to a halt. Mm-hmm. And my best friend looked at me and he's like, well, you have to go. This is a huge moment for your career. Yeah. You have to do it. You're yeah. going to do it, right? And I'm like, yes, <laughs> I'm going to go. <laughs> but you it know? is that thing, right? It's like we always tend to get the calls or, you know, the gigs or what yeah. have you. And we, as creatives and as freelancers and, you know, people that own and operate our own businesses, it's right. like we have to make those decisions you know, and it sucks. Like we miss out on life events. We miss out on going to the movies with friends. We miss out on dinners or, you know, there's a lot that we kind of have to like, you know, take into consideration in that way. But yeah, when it's, you know, one of my colleagues has some, like she missed out on her grandma's funeral to dress oh. this huge pop star, you know, and yeah. uh, I'm like, yo, I don't know if I would do that. Like, I don't know. <laughs> But I'm like, I can I can forego a movie. I'm like, I won't. Yeah, I'm yeah. I'm like, I won't miss, you know, my right. mom's whatever. But uh, <laughs> although I remember at the beginning of Pechuga, I, my grandma got was gravely ill. And I swear to God, I was at the hospital watching over her and uploading shit on IG. Like at the very, very oh beginning God. of Pechuga. Because uh, yeah. I was like, I need to make this happen. I need to like, you know, and then ugh, it was just terrible. But yeah, like. It, you know, it's like it triggers this response where, like you said, you know, as creatives, you kind of have to drop everything that you're doing and just go, especially mm-hmm. especially when the stars 
align like this. Totally. You know, both literally yeah. and figuratively. <laughs> so there I am with my with my like little suitcase that my dad gifted me a long, long time ago. Yeah. Because he told me that, you know, he's like, I know you like old stuff. So here's this like 1960s suitcase. I love it. Packed it up. And, uh, you know, I, I wrote on IG uh, like I that this was later, you know, that like I symbolically took a photo of my mother when I when I arrived from London to Los Angeles. I took a photo of my mom holding the bustier yeah. and like with everything, all the pieces that I had purchased. And uh, in my mind, I'm like, well, this is the first person that I want to be seen in this, you know, mm-hmm. quote unquote. Um, and uh, anyway, so off I went. We waited almost like two hours <gasps> whoa <laughs> Brooke you could have cut the tension in that room with a bread knife I was just like so I was just like sat there and then there, there was like all these like people walking around it was dead silent no really <laughs> yeah I don't know why oh I don't it like felt, that <laughs> well, it felt like we were in the delivery room yeah for like you know and I'm like so there I am you know and then you know me like I don't I'm sober uh, so I usually would have popped an edible home before <laughs> before anything. I was like, eh. but I'm trying to give my mind a break, even from, you know, something as benign as what weed is now, you know, even the, you know. Yeah. So I'm there. And then I'm like, when I, when I get nervous, I start, um, I, I talk a lot, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. just to try to make sense of like what my surroundings are like. I'm just like, I don't even know what type of response that is. But, um, you know, I'm like asking them how their day was. And then someone comes in with like this giant like Dior box. And then out of the Dior box comes like a Moogler gown, the one that she wore on the yeah. on the on the actual on the carpet. carpet. Right, right. And um, was that? Contemporary, or was that a, that was a vintage piece, wasn't it? I think it was made for her. Oh shit! Mm-hmm. Custom. It was based off of uh one. It was based off of a of a um costume or a uh, gown that Carmen Miranda had Ooh. worn. So it was supposed to emulate that. Oh love. Yeah. So it was an homage to Brazil, and uh, anyway, so this like one like lady shows up, and her name was like Mai or May, and I'm like. I introduced myself to her in Mandarin. I'm like, girl, <laughs> I was so, I was so nervous. <laughs> well, Jiao Johnny. Yeah, I was like, I was like, well, <laughs> don't Johnny. She was like, you speak Mandarin. I'm like, what? <laughs> um. So and then out comes Anita, you know, and bro. So like and. I the my initial reaction when I saw Anita was I lunged at her with a hug, and I'm like, because <laughs> I'm like, <laughs> I love it. She looked like my friends. Yeah, like, there was something about you know, and then we can get into this later. Like when you see someone that like just you're from the same region in the world, Latino, Latinas, like. There's there's this camaraderie, and then you know Ronnie is um he's Guatemalan Mexican German, Ooh. and uh, you know I'm Salvadoran, and Anita comes out and she's Brazilian. She speaks Italian, like she speaks bro- Portuguese, obviously, uh, and I think Italian. She sings in all these languages. First thing I do, I lunge at her with a hug, and I'm like, oh my god, 
pleasure meeting you. We only, I only, I don't know why I started speaking to her in Spanish. She looks at me and she's like, where are you from? And I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, oh, El Salvador. And she's like, oh, I don't even remember what she told me. She's like, I, she's like, I know someone from El Salvador. She's like, I dated El Salvadoran once. And I'm like, mm, amazing. <laughs> I hope that went well. <laughs> so, you know, and it was just like, it was all just a dream come true. Like, well, you know, like. Talk, I, I want to hear about the actual fitting of yeah. the piece because I know that you talked about this a little bit on Instagram, I think yeah. maybe in stories or something or mm-hmm. comments or whatever, but, you know, because it's a molded piece. There's yeah. no give whatsoever. None. So it either fits or it doesn't. Exactly. So, like, how was that process for you guys, like, once you were in the room? And was the skirt already there yes. or was it was okay because mm-hmm. that skirt was so beautiful i thought it went so well yes mm-hmm. uh it was like this weird like light seafoam green um and anyway i open up the the case and there is like just you know you could hear a pin drop and crazy anita's super happy ronnie's like over the moon so I'm like, you know, we, like I grab it out and I'm just like, all right. And she starts like, you know, just undressing. And then uh, so the way that you. OK, exactly. So the way you put it on, it's like it's it's like a cuff. It's like a bracelet. Yeah. Cuff. And um, so you, you, you like put it on like from the side of your body. Uh huh. And then you shift it to your front while also minding your boobs. Um and you just kind of like let your your breasts spill into the cups. Yeah. So we and Anita was a pro. She just like yeah, she, she knew what to do. Yeah. I like <laughs> I put it in, and she's like, and she makes a joke, and she's like, ah, she's like, mil costele, like my my ribs. <laughs> and I was like, I was like, I was like, yeah. Uh, and then you know the rest is how does story. it does it attach on the back no, in any way? No, it no. literally just snaps on. It 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 cinches you in. It's yeah. so it's like it's molded. It, the, whoever and I, I, I knew it, I knew that it was going to fit mm-hmm. because I mean women's wear is my I, I that's, that's your specialty. That's my specialty. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I knew it was going to fit just based on like like looking at the 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 top portion of her body, her torso mm-hmm. and um and her rib cage. Um so I I was confident. I, I even I even told Ronnie prior to the fitting. I'm like, dude, I know it's going to fit. Like we're going to make this work. You yeah. Know what I mean? <laughs> Because I had my my model already wear it, right? Vivian, you know, right. and we were out at dinner, and then like it was like so I I had already given it a test run, and um, yeah, uh, so the minute it the minute that like went on, and she like started moving around in it, wow, that is so yeah, I clapped, I like I I, I just cried. I broke down, and I just yeah. like I started clapping, and I was like, oh my god, because and then I looked at the I looked at Ashley Ronnie's Ronnie's assistant, and I was like, I was like, so what? What is now? What? What? What are you gonna? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I was like, what are you gonna use this for? Like, what look? Because there was three. Mm-hmm. You're okay. There, th- yeah, and now I can say there were three looks: the performance, yeah. the the carpet, and then the uh, the acceptance. Right. And so Ashley was like. Well, we have a really good feeling that she's gonna win an AMA, yeah. you know, favorite yeah. Latina artist and uh favorite female Latin artist. And I was like, 
I, and, and, and you know, I was drawn to, to... You remember when Lauren came in from Timeless Vixen, Lapeer? Yeah. And I asked her, like, what your, her dream client would be, and she responded with a dream moment. Yeah, of course. Someone winning an Oscar in one of her pieces. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And then I was like... And then I went to that, that moment, that then and there, and I was like, wait, I was like... This could be that moment. I was like, yeah. I was like, Anita, the like the global Latina icon that she is, is winning an American, is winning an American award, yeah. and and all this, and I just thought like you know it's like like literally history being made, and the the way that like you know that piece had like the way involuntarily I just promote I had prom- I had been promoting that piece since Pechuga's. Like yeah, inception before you even had before the I piece. Even, yeah. yeah, yeah. I'm like, this is like the dream piece to own. There's only like four of them that like are in private collections. Others are like the others are in museums. I traveled to New York with it. Yeah. So uh, yeah, and then when I heard that, uh, that was you know that was that was it. So packed it up. Everyone was super happy, and then I left as they were fitting the Moogler gown. So I Ooh. knew exactly what it was gonna look like. Yeah. Um, and I went home and just kind of like. Um, I don't know what I think. I went back to work. <laughs> I was like, all right, I guess. So we just wait now for you know, sent in the paperwork. So this was like Friday night, and yeah. so then you had all day Saturday, yeah. just like stewing. And she paid, by the way. She paid to she, wear for the it. rental. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's great. <laughs> and she tagged. That's great. I was not expecting her credit at all. That's great. Because yeah, I never ask for that. Snaps for Anita. I mean, we yeah. love her. She's so, yeah. so good. So it was like... But that's amazing. Everyone was just so gracious, you know? And She looked so beautiful. And it was one of those pieces that... And I, 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 I was at Chaconi's because that day, Sunday, I was with my... Um, I have an investor who um who I, like we help each other out in essence like she collects i collect for her on her behalf we archive we yeah. like, it's amazing it's such a great relationship that i'm also very grateful for anyway she loves taking me out to dinner to Chaconis after like a long work day of just like <laughs> shooting the shit and I you love Chaconis. <laughs> yeah, it's good. <laughs> it's really it's a cute place. Yeah. And um there and then I remember like, you know, checking IG, like a message came through and it was someone DM'd me and they were like, Is this yours? And there was Anita at the press conference after post AMAs holding her AMA. And I yo, when I tell you that Cried. I like, I leapt out of that chair so high. <laughs> and I did that like I did this whole like, you know, uh like a you know, self like a, I I was just like over the moon and then that's I started recording and then I was initially just going to post on the IG stories because I was like, oh, and no then like, way. you know, and then I was like, oh, tomorrow. And then like, you know, in my mind, I'm like my marketing brain like started going to like with the what I was going to post. Da, 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 da. Mm-hmm. But I was like, you know what? I was like, fuck it. <laughs> like Multiple. This is just the the moment. So I, I the, the story went the, the, the fucking real, which I never do. It went viral. Um, and then, yeah. And then. I love it. Vogue Spain picked up the story. And there was something that I like said that I, apparently, and it was Vogue Spain, British Vogue, and Grazia. Yeah. Um, and Grazia picked up the one thing that I really wanted people to uh, get, you know? And because, and, and, like, Miyake made 
you know, rest in peace. He made the piece in essence to study the relationship of the body to unconventional items or unconventional materials mm-hmm. uh, in fashion that he would then later make them into fashion pieces. And like this acrylic, you know, that has absolutely no give. Yeah. So there's like something very, but there was something so fluid about the piece. Anyway, so I said, you know, I was like, well, in the same manner that Miyake uh, made this piece to study the relationship of the body to unconventional fashion items um, or materials, I, I was like, well, I, I collect to see the relationship, to study the relationship that these pieces have with culture. With culture, and, yeah. And I'm like, and then, and then that, that that stood out. And I'm like, it, it, it really reinforced or I, it just made me super, I mean, the only, like, I can only be thankful for the, the response of the fashion community. Yeah. And, uh, and most of all, like, just the, the 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 moment that it represented, because the other person that has worn this so famously mm-hmm. has been Grace Jones, mm-hmm. you know, and mm-hmm. everyone was like, "Is that the same piece that Grace Jones?" Is that the, and I'm like, "Yeah, yeah." Like, and uh, our queen, Jody Watley. Watley. <laughs> yes, oh, of course. Well, no, we cannot forget Jody. We, we love forget Jody. Jody. She has, I think, she's told me herself. She's like, I think she's she has three. Yeah, she, that's of, right. Yeah, one of them she, she has... had to repaint. To like, yeah, she painted it in black. No, what? she's a queen. Like, yeah, Jody I mean, Wally's she's the shit. Yeah. Wow. But, um, well, I mean. And then that's, and then yeah, that that that's where we stand today. I'm like, I love it. Yeah, I love it. It was very interesting. It, to it was be so like... fun to see. I was just like, oh my god, yes, finally, <laughs> like waiting for this moment, which is like just so exciting and obviously very well deserved and um you know on someone who is so special yeah you know what i mean like she anita really is she's a superstar yeah i told my friend uh my friend michael we were driving in the car and anita has this song called the girl from rio yeah Mm mm-hmm and uh, I told him, I looked at him and I'm like, you know, because like the song starts off with the music video uh, for some me, for someone that doesn't get involved in music. And, and, and ironically enough, like a lot of my clients are musicians. That's not where my like, I don't I don't feel anything towards um like like music of pop culture. Mm-hmm. But I do have to study it. So I was studying the video and it was cute because, you know, she starts off as like a 1950s pinup and like uh it has it has that the song um i can I, I i would sing it but i don't know uh the girl from ipanema you know yeah 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 and then it like everything in the back changes and then you see like the real brazil you know you see like uh copacabana or like mm-hmm. I, you know and i and i remember and then listening to the song in the car and this was before anything happened i told michael i'm like interesting i'm like this is now like the face uh this is what being latina exemplifies now you know this is what the face of money and wealth looks like it's mm-hmm. completely it's so different than you know what um what we as a society have been conditioned to think is supposed to look this way, you know, speaking on 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 the Eurocentric standard of beauty mm-hmm. for such a long time, 
uh, I'm like, nah, I, 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 I can only go on and on and on about it. Um, but I do have, I have so many people to thank. It's so funny. The day that I recorded that video, I'm like, shit, I feel like I won the award. <laughs> you know? I'm like, what a proud moment for Latinos everywhere. I know. Or Latinx, Latine, whatever. Yeah. And it's like, you know, it's whatever you want to call yourself. It's like, just know that, uh, you know, that it's uh, it's only elevating the culture further, you know. For sure. And it's it's beautiful. And it's it's beautiful to be in this room even and uh, to be able to discuss it with y'all. Like, I don't know what I mean. It's, yeah, no. It's, it's a it's, huge it's, moment. It's so exciting. <laughs> it is. It's super exciting. Yeah, so I mean talking about how the how how the Latino look is now. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Um yeah. yesterday I was watching um you know, I've been watching Supreme Models, the yes. the docuseries, which is split up into six different episodes. Mm-hmm. Um but I, I start I, I ran into this um actually it was Chelsea from Adore the Couture. Oh who was our last guest here. Yeah. She sent me the video on TikTok. Uh, uh, it was Joan Smalls, Cecily Lopez, uh, talking about um, the racism that they ex- that they experienced during the one black model per runway era, Ugh, which yeah. was uh, a decade long period that uh, was ushered by Mucha Prada, uh, excluding black and brown models from her runway. And it was very interesting because I I've been going off on a well I mean I've I've been talking about this moment for 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 these past couple of days because I couldn't really wrap my head around why I just didn't associate myself with vintage Prada you know yeah it's like, we've talked about that I mean countless times and you're like I don't know it just never really hit for it, me no and now and then ding, and then ding, 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 ding. yes. Mm-hmm. Seeing that, and I was like, "What?" And so I, I, you know, I went on TikTok, and I was like, "I was like, Prada's a closeted racist." Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I and mean, it's just like the views are only going up on the video, but I like, I don't, I don't, I don't care about it. It's like, you know, the I don't, I don't, I don't, I really don't. Um, but uh, I caught a glimpse of Law uh, Roach uh, in the in the episode. And oh. so, yeah, he's in it. He's in it. And Zendaya's in it. Funny. Oh, interestingly enough, Zendaya's wearing a dress that I had, uh, that I had altered and cleaned for law. And it, it, yeah, it's a, it's an interesting moment of like just how everything is connected. Because <laughs> I've been watching the docuseries, but I texted him yesterday after I saw it. Yeah. After I saw it and I was like, hey, law, like, you know, thank you so much for, um, I know that that this period is really difficult for him yeah. because of the tragedy that he experienced last year. Yeah. Um, so I, you know, I always make sure to like send him love. Whenever I think about him, I'm like, hey, yo, yeah. I'm thinking about you. But anyway, but this time I, I did text him and I was like, hey, like, thank you so much for, for uh, teaching me to speak up. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and for teaching me how to... Um, like I'm about to cry because, <clears throat> oh. yeah, I think if it weren't for people like Law, um, uh, I wouldn't, I wouldn't feel <clears throat> that I wouldn't feel the pride that I feel in knowing that the work that I'm doing is actually touching people. You know? Yeah. So I look up to him so much, and I, 
just watching the docuseries has been it's been rough in mm-hmm. a way it does have it has amazing positive moments yeah amazing it ends every every episode like there's hope you know there's mm. there's hope mm-hmm. uh which i love it's not a sob story it's 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 very matter of fact like this is what black people went through this is the 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 the, the genesis of the black model from uh daniel luna to um you know to to beth ann <gasps> Bethan Hardison. Yes, yeah. which you know tomorrow is going to be the anniversary of uh of the Battle of Versailles. No. Tomorrow I know. Monday the 28th, November 28th, 1973. Uh and it's just it's amazing. It's 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 you know when I can only uh I mean I can only hope that I don't even know like Years from now, some Latino kid is gonna be watching this <laughs> and and say like, "Oh, this crazy fucking Salvadoran did <laughs> like, <laughs> traveled the world <laughs> to bring back all these things," you know? And I'm just like, yeah. I never, you know, uh, it, yeah, it's 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 been a, it's been a wild week. It's of of like, well, it's like nice because you were at such a like such a high you're on such a high right yes. with the Anita thing and it's yeah. you know obviously you know just being who you are and how we know you know you to be Pachuga right <laughs> like outspoken yeah. and you know um doing like research on literally everything and do, going on <laughs> yeah. deep dives and and really like absorbing as much about just everything all fashion art all of that so it's you know to be on such a high from the Anita thing and then absorbing everything you're learning from the docu-series to literally everything that happened in fashion within the last week, which is like fucking insane. Yeah. You're on a fucking roller coaster, babe. Yeah. And it's like, yeah, like think about you're. I mean, you're saying right now, it's just like you to think about someone in the future yeah, discovering this podcast or discovering yeah. like the Pachuga archive, like blog or, <laughs> yeah. you know, anything like that or any of your articles or it's really incredible. And yeah, it's we hope, right, doing this podcast and doing what we yeah. do that we are ushering in a better world for, you know, one, everyone, but yeah, specific to our community yeah. and our industry. Creatives. Yeah. I remember like when I told you, now that they have the CFDA for mm-hmm. stylist, I'm like, mm-hmm. that puts you in the ringer. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm like giggling, like passing it off. But yeah, I mean, it's things are changing, right? Yeah. It's like it literally is a whole new world every single day. Yes. Which is like, yes. you know, that kind of it can be scary sometimes to think about it in those terms. But I mean, that just means like the world really is our oyster and we have to do everything we can. Yes. I think every day. I think. And I agree with you too. Just like I met up with Lauren Lapeer from Timeless Vixen yesterday. We were having dinner and we were discussing, you know, like the current events. And again, we touched upon like this massive anxiety that we all feel in this business. Mm-hmm. Um, and and I do agree with you. Like it can be a little, it can be frightening and it can be fearful to to work in it, um, especially with how unpredictable like everything, you know, is. Duh. Yeah. But if you're 
doing the right thing, there's nothing that you and I need to be afraid of. Yeah, you if know you're being I mean? true to yourself, exactly. right? Exactly. Which, you know, that you know, what we wanted to talk about was this whole like Balenciaga <gasps> scandal. Yeah. You know, it's like yeah. now, now Twitter sphere and they're going after the the spokespeople for mm-hmm. Balenciaga. Kim just issued a statement. Yeah, yeah. So for those of you that maybe haven't, I'm sure by the time this podcast comes out on Wednesday, it'll be maybe a little more, I guess, not like worldwide. But like, mm-hmm. Do you know, like people, other people. It's global. Yeah. It has to be. People outside of the fashion industry, yeah. I think, will very soon catch on. Um, but for those of you that don't know, for the holiday campaign for Balenciaga that came out recently, the creative concept is imagery of children set up in, you know, different sort of scenarios amongst, they're kind of standing amongst like a bunch of different sort of like gifting Balenciaga items, right? Like sort of like small goods. Um, there's like a yoga mat in one. It's just kind of like little, it's almost feels like a gifty situation. The children are shown being like they're holding the BDSM bear bags that came out um, in the latest collection. And so, you know, obviously that's super controversial as, you know, uh, people are considering it to be very close to child pornography. And um, there's been crazy outrage over these ads. Balenciaga came out wiped the entire campaign, pulled all the advertising, basically like scrapped it, had an announcement saying, you know, apologizing. Apparently Demna didn't know or something or like he he basically came out saying like, oh, like we weren't aware that this was like the creative. And in turn, Balenciaga and Demna are suing both the production company that produced the photo shoot. Wow. As well as the production designer. Really? Yes. And the production designer is his name is Nicholas Desjardins. Mm. Um and he actually was so you know the cover of um Renaissance uh-huh. Beyonce's album? Yeah. The the like disco, like the disco yeah. ball horse. Yeah. He created that. He's a major production designer. Wow. He's worked like with tons of artists, tons of brands, done he's done tons of campaigns. He's major major production designer. So Balenciaga is suing the production company as well as Nicholas for 25 million dollars. Oh. Saying that it's basically like they misrepresented like the concept and bas- you know, they're just like going after them. Bro. Here's the issue. Are you going to talk about the documents as well? So the documents apparently were, I saw, there's a little bit of like, um, the documents are interesting because the documents I don't think are in that, ad. people are saying it's in those ads, but mm-hmm. I don't, it's like apparently in a different ad. Yeah. But, um, so the documents that you're speaking of are, it's basically the Supreme Court ruling on child pornography, on right? Virtual, on child virtual porn. Yeah. yeah. And so those documents are featured in another in advertisement, another, yeah. which is so crazy. So it, Balenciaga is in a whole fucking mess. Yeah. Um. Here's here's my here's my beef. Uh huh. You and I both have been on countless photo shoots. Yeah. I 
worked almost exclusively in commercial and advertising um, styling for a few years. I still do a lot of commercials, um, print campaigns, all of that. Balenciaga and Demna are basically saying that they were not aware, they did not approve this creative, yada, da, da, da. It's all, basically they're throwing Nicholas and the production company under the bus yeah. for this situation. There is no, there is no world <laughs> where that could be a reality. Demna is the creative director of the brand. Yeah. 100% he had to sign off. Also not to mention... So the children also that were featured in the advertisements weren't casted children. Mm. They weren't just like actors and models that they hired for these campaigns. They were children of employees of Balenciaga. So it's just this like really weird thing and everyone's pointing fingers. And then obviously you were you just touched on this that t- the Twitterverse yeah. <laughs> and TikTok and everyone yeah. Is basically coming out and recalling shit that Demna has done in the past, that Balenciaga yeah. has done in the past. And it's just, it's, we're here again. And yeah. we've been here countless times with these brands and these designers and creative directors and these people that are in these positions of power where, you know, they do something out of line. Or they've done, you know, something in the past or whatever. And it's just this, like, constant wheel of, like, okay, well, are we still buying it? Are we still supporting? Right. Are yet, you know? And yeah. you, you also said that Kim Kardashian, I mean, this came out, the news dropped, what, like, days ago, mm-hmm. right? Sort of the controversy sparked on the internet. Um, it's been about four days, I believe. Mm-hmm. And Kim Kardashian just came out. I mean, she's famously yeah, <laughs> like their their muse mm-hmm. she almost exclusively wears balenciaga yeah. and has for years yeah um one of you know their main supporters and she finally came out with a statement tonight and um it's kind of interesting yeah did you read it yeah it said that uh, i mean she's She's, she came out and she said, I'm talking to them. I want to make sure that, like, you know, that, that this wasn't something that they did on, on purpose. But it's not. She's still very much attached to them. Like, she's oh, still 100%. like, you know, it sounds like it sounds like you're in a like a abusive relationship of sorts where it's like, oh, no, he didn't really mean to hit me, you know, that hard. He didn't hit me that hard. <laughs> Girl, like. Like, no, dude, I I spoke to one of my my VIPs today and uh, she's like, I'm done with Balenciaga. She's like, I am done. Wow. And uh, and, you know, I I, I told her I was like, you know, and this brings this brought me to my next point because it's like um, we you know, I was I'm 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 doing research right now. I'm trying to see if I if investing in 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 couture is you know a viable and and you know something that i want to venture in as part of pechuga sure um and so of course you know the master of couture cristobal balenciaga of course and my client was like nope she's like i don't want anything to do with balenciaga and i was like hold on a minute 
Like, well, <laughs> I was like, yeah. Cristobal is not them not. Like, no. But what does this do for the legacy of a brand? Yes. Is what I'm talking about, you know? Because, yes. you know, 2018, when Dolce & Gabbana came out with their racist uh, Chinese uh, mm-hmm. campaign, um, and the Chinese market, the Chinese consumers started just slashing and burning all yeah. of like, their Dolce. I'm like, what? I'm I'm just I'm I'm keen and curious to see like what the response is going to be now from from the consumers. It's like mm-hmm. I'm sorry, but you just don't go after children like that. Like, yeah, at, at all. Like it's 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 a it's a societal it's a moral issue at this point where it's like you're you're celebrating, and there's more there's even more disturbing. Um, like I just like looking on on Twitter right now. It's like. The allusion to all the missing children in Washington D.C. and um, oh, you know, yeah. I'm like from um that that's like the documents that are part of like the 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 prop um decoration mm-hmm. in the Balenciaga ads. I'm like, really, no one, like in this day and age. I mean, but then again, you know, Brooke, it's like we forget that there these are humans, <laughs> mm-hmm. like running the show still. You know, with mm-hmm. like. With lack of with who lack judgment, who don't necessarily share the same moral compass as most or the general population, so I'm just I I would not be surprised if Demna does gets fired. I really? I wouldn't be surprised. I wouldn't be surprised at all. I would not be surprised. I'm yeah. I this is our it, eyes are on <laughs> our eyes are on Balenciaga. Yeah. Just, I mean, yeah. It's. It's going to be really interesting to see how this all kind of like comes to a head. Mm-hmm. And that's the thing, right? It's like you kind of, you know, just said that think about all of the people that were on set yeah. on those days, right? It's like, yeah, let's place this document that talks about child pornography. Like, right here. Yeah, perfect setting. It's perfect. like, this is going to be amazing. Like, or, all people yeah. are just going to reshare this and glorify. Let's put a, a young child laying a- down on a couch with a bear that has an outfit. That looks like a BDSM. That is. Yeah. Like, mm. which, you know, amongst like toys and like other, like all the little like gifty things that were like in the shot. But it's gross. You know, here's the thing, right? It's like mm. we're still kind of living in this and working in this industry where we're not necessarily given the opportunity to speak up and be heard mm-hmm. quite often, mm-hmm. right? It's like, I, you know, was on a shoot not that long ago and there were some safety issues Mm. and I remember going to production and voicing my concern and being like, guys, like, I don't feel like this is a safe set. Wow. And they were just like, no, it is. Yeah. And it's like, well, someone just got hurt and, you know, da, 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 da. So it's like, I understand that, you know, sometimes in these positions, we're not able to, you know, really be heard in those ways but i do think it's really interesting that yeah it that shoot made it to print it made it to billboards it made it to magazines and you know it's it's everywhere yeah um and it passed so many eyes but most importantly it passed demna you know and it passed obviously it just reflects as a brand yeah, yeah just i i mean it's I, not on the production designer no 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 someone i did see oh my huh? god i almost fucking lost it what so like i'm trying obviously not to like be on twitter mm-hmm. i do still have my account when i caught wind of this i went on and i was like reading a couple things um 
And I saw someone <laughs> that said, why are they suing the production designer? Shouldn't mm. Isn't this a wardrobe stylist issue? Oh, no. And I was like, oh, no, 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 no. Absolutely no. not. No. <laughs> and it's, but it's also, it's not a production design issue really either. In a way it is because one of the bears was like staged. So technically that would be production design. But either way, I... I still don't understand why it's just Demna and the brand pointing fingers, Mm, even though really the finger is pointing back at them because it's ultimately they hired these contractors to work for their brand. I'm telling you, I would not be surprised if carrying fires Demna. Yeah. I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah. On that note. Yeah, I was just going to say, like, there's been already this week, in the last week or so. I think Alessandro Michele got fired. Well, so yes. Okay, so you had a crazy theory. Yes, okay, so beloved designer, (laughs) poor moi, (laughs) (laughs) Um, Alessandro Michele Mm -hmm. has left Gucci. Yeah. Um, There were little rumblings Uh that this could be happening um, for the last few months. But after that amazing last show with the twins and, you know, he's obviously with his celebrity relationships and whatever, it it felt like it was pretty unlikely just Mm -hmm. given how well the brand obviously has been doing. Right. He got fired. So here's what I think. Uh I think that seeing how well Balenciaga is doing, Uh seeing how well some of these other brands are now kind of almost not like coming after because Gucci is Caring's best brand, yeah. like by far. Yeah, accessories. But, you know, these brands, these other brands are inching, inching, inching towards, you know, being as profitable, mm-hmm. right? And I think that Caring was feeling pressured, needing to change things up a little bit from, you know, what is called like the grandma glam aesthetic. Yes. Um, you know, that Alessandro is famous for. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that there was probably some creative differences and whether or not he was fired or he left right. or it was an amicable, right. conscious uncoupling, if you will. Yeah. He is now gone. And there's no news as to what he's going to do next. There's no news really of like who could step in to fill his shoes. I'm a little... So when Lauren was here, right, I asked her if they were to resurrect, right, the Aussie Clark house. I said, you know, who would you who would you want to be designing? And she said, Harris Reed. Yeah. And so hearing this news, I was like, oh, man, like Harris, it would have been such an easy, even though Harris's aesthetic is similar to Alessandro's. I think it could have been a really nice transition. Mm -hmm. Um, But, you know, Harris is at Nina Ricci. So thinking, right, of just like what everyone's doing, what news has kind of like been around. I have this, I have a wild theory and Mm -hmm. it's more of just like a wish. It's my, it's my Christmas wish. Mm And my Christmas wish is Tom Ford back at Gucci. Oh, wow. Think about it. Oh, yeah. I went into this whole thing with some friends like last week um, upon the news. So what is one of the most, I mean, uh, we just talked about earlier this episode, one of the most coveted, coveted eras in vintage design is Tom Ford for Gucci. Yeah. Obviously, a vintage reseller, you know the numbers. You know that everything is 
going back to vintage. Yeah. The countless designers and houses that have gone back into the archives that are bringing back old collections, old pieces. You just, you know, sold yeah. the JPG Cyberdot collection. Like yeah. everyone everyone's eyes are looking back, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. How fucking crazy mm-hmm. would it be? Tom Ford just sold, he just sold his collection, yeah. his brand. How nuts would it be for him to go back to Gucci? I don't think it'll happen. I mean... I think Tom Ford's ego is too big to go back. You think so? Oh, yeah. I mean, yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> I think like I so. Said, it's he like, doesn't allow his kids to wear, you know. It's my Christmas a, wish. It's your Christmas wish, yeah. But, like, how fucking sick would that be? And think about it. I texted my friends and I was like, it wouldn't break the internet. Yeah. It would break, it, it would, it would break the entire industry. It would be interesting to see. It would see. be so I, tight. Dang. It would be so, 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 so tight. Yeah. You know, think about I, how much money they could make. Yeah, I there's there's so many like points there that I think this warrants like a new episode really just on what is going how profitable nostalgia is. Yeah. But there also there there's I think there like there's also a threshold. You know what I mm-hmm. mean? It's like, mm-hmm. how far back can we go? It's like, you know, now, that, you know, it's interesting that you mentioned Cyberdots and Jean-Paul Gaultier because I'm like, okay, now what? Like, yeah. we're, we're we're all conditioned to, to like, look, you know, fashion is, fashion lives for moments, you know? Mm-hmm. But now what? It's like, okay, now we, what? like, what the fuck are we going to do? You know, it's like, what's Jean-Paul Gaultier, the, the brand, going to reissue next? Like, they've yeah. reissued the best of the best. Yeah. And they, they waited for Cyberdots. I, Cyberdot has been the best. I, you, you've seen it everywhere. It's everywhere. Everywhere. Like, everyone is wearing Cyberdots. Um... And uh, I think that I I don't know I, I I something tells me that something tells me that I don't I don't know if 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 Tom Ford would be the one like I don't think he'd want to usher in something that he's already done. Well, which is hilariously. Well, I mean, this do doesn't really have any. No. I, oh my god! Uh, I wish. But <laughs> in relation to this, uh-huh. and which also kind of just even made my spiral go further and harder and faster is that um (laughs) not related to fashion okay um there's been a big shakeup at disney at the disney corporation because bob Iger, Uh who ran the company for years and years and years he left a few years ago and put in his position his name's bob chapek and he in the last, it's only been three years since Bob Iger left, has basically like undone everything that Bob Iger did. Mm -hmm. The parks are super expensive. He's added a bunch of like sort of these weird hidden costs. Um, The the streaming platform is a mess. All of this stuff. They just um, released that they had a, I think it was like $1.8 billion loss. Whoa. This last quarter alone. Yeah. So what did Disney do? They got rid of Chapek and they brought Bob Iger back. Oh, shit. He's 73 years old. Mm. He was retired. He was like on the yacht. He was done. Yeah. And now he's back. And so it's this crazy thing of like, okay. It worked for them. 
yeah, is he going to like come back and undo everything that Chapek did and get back to, you know, the highs of, you know, how he left the company, et cetera, et cetera. And so, yeah, listening to the Disney news, I was like, Uh it could happen. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I mean, which is wild to think about. Right. It's so unlikely. But. I mean, now that you say it like that, I you know I'm 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 a guy that I love case studies. I love yeah. I love a good fucking the case Disney. Study honestly, I think you great would case study. I think you would really find it wild. And I mean, if we were to apply that to what's going on, what was going on with Gucci's uh, mm-hmm. and and with Gucci and Alessandro Michele, there was there was fatigue. You a know, little it's bit like, of fatigue. It's like yo, it's like a lot is a lot. Like that's a lot to look at. Did you see? So we had posted on Instagram Mm -hmm. as soon as the news came through that it was like rumblings. We put it up on IG and the comment section was popping. Like people were like, they're like, yeah, they're like about time. And so and like even like in our DMs and stuff Mm -hmm. like that, just like everyone kind of chiming in and Mm -hmm. saying like, oh, yeah, like, okay, great. Like what's next Mm -hmm. kind of thing. Um so I, I don't know. Yeah, I think there was a little bit of fatigue there. I yeah. am forever an Alessandro Michele fan. I yeah. think he's incredible. Yeah. Um, I just did a thing with Vogue Spain, uh, basically going through what pieces to collect from Michele, ooh. Uh, how to buy, how to think. And I mean, of course, I wanted to touch upon also, like, I mean, in the article, I'll post it this week, too. Um, so I think by Wednesday this will be this this will like this will be posted but um yeah i think that this goes beyond to what um what we're see like what i want to say is that the, the like the, the tips that i have the advice is like this this, this applies to every brand that you're interested in you mm-hmm. know it's like I mean, Timeless Vixen collects niche Aussie Clark. Um, I collect Vivian Westwood. Um, And I know that, you know, there's like, there's so many different, like resellers out there that collect like Shrimpton Couture. Mm -hmm. You know, I think she collects like Christian Lacroix, like the, I don't know. Yeah. So... I hope that I mean it's in Spanish, but I mean I'll I'll I'll, I'll do like I'll I'll do the trans I'll do the translation. <laughs> Your translate. Yeah, I'll do the Google Translate. <laughs> no, and then um, but no, I I I have been loving though now that it's 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 funny that you mentioned like the comments and uh the 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 DMs that we get. I am appreciating uh how how engaging people are becoming. Oh, for sure. <laughs> I know, like, we just, I mean, the text, we got a text right a little earlier this afternoon to the hotline, um, which was so funny. I immediately sent it to you guys. <laughs> I mean, it was somebody that, you know, I hope that we covered <laughs> covered it enough for you. But this person um, wrote in and said, uh, first and foremost, rest in piss, Balenciaga. <laughs> Demna knew exactly WTF he was doing. Been trolling as if we didn't already notice his fuckery. Can y'all discuss that ugly ass trash bag? <laughs> Listen, oh, yeah. if y'all see my shit on the real real, mind your business, okay? <laughs> LMAO, love you guys. Like <laughs> one of our people. Yeah. Clearly. <laughs> like this is it's this it's this kind of shit that we've been getting recently. Yeah. I yeah. 
I keep keep it coming. Yeah, please keep it coming. But yes, we have been loving everything that you've been sending in. Yeah. Wow, what an emotionally packed episode. I know. We laughed, we cried, we, we cried. We condemned. We did condemn. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, what's it going to what's it going to be? I just I'm I'm eyes are peeled, baby. Yeah, but uh, ears are open, eyes peeled. Yeah, but I do um I do uh encourage everyone. I highly recommend watching Supreme Models. Yes. Uh yes. it's such a good docu series. It's it, it does, you know, shed light on the genesis of the black model and the cultural shift that, you know, I have so many theories on where we are now and these case studies and um i'm eager to see where you know what michele goes on to do next uh, me too yeah me too and uh, and i'm telling y'all what? if tom ford <laughs> ends up at gucci i will buy you dinner at everyone <laughs> owes you dinner <laughs> i'm just gonna say what <laughs> you heard it here first <laughs> imagine <laughs> Oh my gosh. Well, Johnny, thank you for such a great week. Yeah, no. Um, thank you for being so supportive. I Hey. It's Thanks everyone, honestly. Right. It's a bundle of love over here at TFR. Mhm. Um and we are getting into the holiday season. Um and so yeah, a few more episodes for you until the end yeah, of the year. Right. We and, do want to um, do another live episode. Yes, yes. Because our last live episode did really well. I know. Should we do like a little holiday soiree? Yeah, like everyone dressed up in their best like holiday fits. Yeah, I'm why down. Not? I'll wear a tugs. Yes. Oh my God. Okay, wait, let's <laughs> okay. do it. Let's do it. Okay. All right. um, yes, uh, we'll talk to you guys later, I guess. Uh, <laughs> thanks again, everyone, for listening. And uh, remember, you can um, text us. Yes. 724-CHAT-TFR. Yes. And uh, any comments, suggestions, questions, fashion concerns, um, um, or n- yeah, send them fashion along. naysayer. Oh, oh my gosh, yes, please. <laughs> That's Spotify. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my God, my Spotify review. Yes, actually, that's a great point. Because now apparently, which we didn't realize this, um, you can leave like pinned reviews on Spotify. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, if you listen on Spotify or even Apple, honestly, guys, um, the reviews and the ratings, all yeah. of that just helps us so much. And um, yeah, good or bad. <laughs> <laughs> Bye, y'all. Thanks so much for joining us at the Fitting Room Podcast this week. You can find me on socials at Stylist Brooke. You can find Johnny at Pachuga underscore Vintage. You can find us at Fitting Room Pod. And now you can call or text Johnny and I at 724-CHAT-TFR. That's 724-242-8837.